Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being, or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. Wellness road tested. Come on, Lauren, it's time for the gym. Oh, great. Can I have some tonic and a splash of lime and two ice cubes, please? No, I said gym. G-Y-M. Lauren, not gin. It's here. It's exercise week. Come on, we've got to go. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. And this is Self Care Club Wellness Road Tested. It's no secret that exercise is good for you. It's an undeniable truth. Sorry, Lauren. Ask any health practitioner, doctor, nurse or scientist and they will all tell you that in order to be and stay healthy, exercise has to play a role in your life. Exercise is any physical activity that increases the heart rate beyond resting levels. Whether people engage in light exercise, such as going for a walk, or high intensity activities like uphill cycling or weight training, being active is vital for your overall physical and mental well being, and the benefits are endless. So where do we even begin on such an enormous subject? Well, let's start with the different ways we can exercise. Most people tend to focus on one type of exercise or activity, but research has shown that it's important to practice the four different types, which are aerobic, strength, balance and flexibility. So let's start with aerobic exercise. This speeds up your heart rate and your breathing, and it's important for many body functions. It gives your heart and lungs a workout and it increases endurance. If you're too winded to walk up a flight of stairs, that's a good indicator that you need more aerobic exercise to help condition your heart and lungs and get enough blood to your muscles to help them to work efficiently. Aerobic exercise also helps relax blood vessel walls, lower blood pressure, burn body fat, lower blood sugar levels, reduce inflammation and boost your mood. Over the long term, aerobic exercise reduces your risk of heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, breast and colon cancer. And aerobic exercise is anything like brisk walking, running, cycling or swimming. Oh, how do you feel about that, Lauren? I mean, it's so good for you. You can't deny it. I don't want to discuss it. You're going to have to discuss it. You're going to have to discuss it after this little (sighs) intro. Yeah. Okay. Then we move on to strength training. Strength training, also known as resistance training, involves using your own body weight or tools like dumbbells or resistance bands to build muscle mass, strength and endurance. Strengthening your muscles not only makes you stronger, but also stimulates bone growth, lowers blood sugar, 
assists with weight control, improves balance and posture and reduces stress and pain in the lower back and joints. Think weightlifting, which, by the way, it doesn't have to look like the big burly men who grunt very loudly in the gyms. Weightlifting is also incredibly important for women too and can be executed with a light set of dumbbells in your own home. And actually, the older you get as a woman, the more muscle mass you lose and the closer you get to menopause, the more important it is to actually do weightlifting, weight yes. training, yes. resistance training. Yes, look at you chiming <laughs> in. I love it. Do you love it that I even know that? I love it. Oh, yeah. Also, another fun fact, Yeah, the more uh, muscle you have on your body, the more fat you burn. Mm. it's a little bit of a toxic fun fact but there you go let's talk about stretching stretching keeps the muscles flexible strong and healthy and we need that flexibility to maintain a range of motion in the joints without it our muscles shorten and become tight then when you call on those muscles for activity they are weak and unable to extend all the way stretching can improve range of motion decrease back pain help prevent injury and decrease muscle soreness. Think Pilates. Yes. Like, like your sister. Yes. Who is a Pilates teacher. Yes. And who I would like to go and do a class with if she would like to do a week of Pilates with us. Yes, she wants to. Great. She is convinced that Pilates is the key to overall health and well-being. Well, if I'm correct, it's about a strong core, right? Yes. And if you've got a strong core, then that supports basically your whole body. Else. Yeah. Then we move on to balance exercises. I'm so shit with balance. Balance training is often neglected when people are developing their fitness regime. Oh, there you go. Hmm. This may be because they don't understand the benefits of balance training. Balance is the ability to control your body's position, whether stationary, i.e. a complex yoga pose or while moving. For example, skiing. Not that anyone's been skiing. Balance is a key component of fitness and improving your balance can help with coordination, agility, stability and long-term health. So think like a yoga class. Well, you know, Dr. Michael Mosley, he of the metal spoon on the metal tray. He has, he a, pod- yeah, he has a podcast called um, One Thing, Change One Thing, Change Just One Thing. It's a little 15 minute podcast and he has one episode called Standing on One Leg. And it's all about exactly this, the importance of balance for the brain. Oh. Yeah. You should listen to that. It's only 14 minutes of your life. Okay. I will. Thanks. Every day brings a new scientific report on the benefits of exercise. Almost everyone, no matter what their physical condition, can engage in at least some form of exercise. And why? Because the benefits are endless and vital for our self-care and our overall well-being. Here are just a few. Oh, Lauren. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Because this is just undeniable. I know. They help you control your weight. They reduce your risk of heart disease. They help your body manage blood sugar and insulin levels. They help your cardiovascular system work more efficiently. It gives you more energy, improves your mental health and mood, helps keep your thinking, learning and judgment skills sharp as you age, improve your memory and your brain function across all age groups, lowers your blood pressure and improves your heart health, lowers stress and anxiety, helps your immune system and improves your quality of sleep. And exercise is also one of the five pillars of health. Studies show that over 60% of American adults don't get the recommended amount of physical exercise and over 25% of adults are not active at all. I mean, I don't know how these people are coping with their lives. And this statistic needs to change if we are to remain healthier. As our lifestyles become more focused towards Zooms and screens, we naturally become more sedentary and move away from our wellness needs. So, self-care club, as always, have your back. Don't know where to begin with exercise? Leave it with us. Don't know what you're doing? 
And if it's right for you, don't worry, we will fill you in. Don't know how to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Well, we have the answer to all your questions as we have enlisted the help of the incredibly talented Saeed Reza. Saeed is a strength and conditioning coach who specializes in athletic performance and knee rehabilitation. He has trained people for 13 years and has qualified hundreds of trainers throughout this period after setting up a PT academy in 2015. He also suffers from severe arthritis as he has no ligaments in his right knee due to a series of infections that were caused as a result of seven knee operations. So he's very, very passionate about sports injury and how to... And rehabilitation. Um, and rehabilitation, yeah. how to recover. His main focus with his clients is to tap into their mental strength and work on their ability to overcome an exercise or obstacle before they even need to get physical, as this is how he helps himself overcome his own challenges. We are sat here today at Boxar with the amazing Saeed Reza, who's been my trainer for a very long time, and he's been training very kindly Lauren for the past month. Saeed, welcome to the show. Hello, girls. Hello. It's been a great month, to say the least. <laughs> it's been interesting. Has it? Yeah, it's actually, I've really enjoyed it, actually. So let's talk about our month. Okay. Right. As you know, I've never stepped foot in a gym mm-hmm. until one month ago. Ever. I'm 43 years old. I found it amazing. Yeah, I was like, we both did. I felt like poking, I think. It's real. Like, even being in here, I didn't know what a, a body squat was. Yeah. I didn't know what a burpee was. Yeah. I came in like new. Yes. Brand yes. New. Like a new little puppy. And terrified. Aww. Proper terrified. <laughs> Two questions. Yeah. How can someone motivate themselves to start? And then what are your tips for staying motivated? So for me, I've learned that you can't, you can, I can give all the advice in the world. Naturally, always, like you said, how can they motivate themselves? It comes from them. Yeah. And I think you just get some of the most self-motivated individuals that will need to achieve something. And by achieving, and when I've seen there's been progress, that's the most addictive thing. Yes. And it's like, how quickly can you progress? Yeah. It's like, let's, okay, no problem. You want to achieve a certain goal. Let's just try and, sometimes, yeah, I, I think I think from my experience, trying to achieve a goal too fast, you can cause injuries. But the idea is getting yourself to a stage where you start to see progress fast. Yeah. When you see progress fast, it's going to stick. Yes. Because That's sometimes it's the, it's the impatience. Yeah. We, 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 we want everything now. Yeah. You want food, no problem. Delivery will bring it for you in 45 minutes. Yeah. Like we just, we're, 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 as a society, I feel we're more impatient than ever. Yes, agreed. And I think if you can somehow tick a certain box off and be as consistent as possible from day one, yeah. it doesn't matter. Tick a week off. Give block out a week yeah. because I know the moment when you've trained five times in that week you're going to stick even if you do four the following week yeah that's still four more than you did two weeks ago yeah absolutely and if you are a complete beginner yeah is it too late is it ever too late to start exercising that's my question no we, we all know the answer no when she first walked in, you yeah. turned the, your opening words were. Do you remember what they were, Sai? She goes, what? "Just remember, just look at me as if I am seventy years old and I can't move." He, go, he just went, "You're not." Go. So basically, do some squats. <laughs> Get on with it. 
So when is, for a beginner, where would someone start? Because the health and fitness industry is so enormous. And obviously, since COVID, it's completely changed. It's all gone online. And it's literally overwhelming. Like if I was someone that had never exercised before, and I think, right, I want to get fit. What what on earth do I do? Where do I go? It's not crazy. Just move. Just move. Just move, man. Like people, the thing is, I've seen it with, with regards to training programs, diet plans. You don't need to overcomplicate everything. End of the day, it's input output. Move more. Eat less. Time. Within means. <laughs> but that will get you. I think sometimes by eating more often, yeah. you benefit more. And we'll obviously we'll, we'll touch base on that. But honestly, for some I got visualized. If I'm a beginner and I haven't trained and I haven't done anything, get outside. Start building momentum. Because there's this massive visualization a lot of people have where they think, Do you know what? I need to to begin, I need to be inside the gym, lifting and running and no, just get outside. Get out yeah. your house. Do something you didn't previously do. Then yeah. from there, add yeah. something else to your yeah. to your routine, and then you just keep adding, build momentum. Think of it as a train. Yeah. Trains don't go from zero to hundred miles an hour immediately. They just build momentum up, and they just go off. So build your momentum and it's actually more sustainable. So uh, on the online workouts for a minute, because obviously the whole fitness industry has sort of turned itself upside down. Yeah. How can someone tell a good workout plan from a bad one? Are there any particular signs they should look out for? I think nowadays your body speaks to you and everyone's, uh, there's, there's going to be so many trainers online where I'm going to personally probably disagree with some of the exercise choices, but, but by default, they'll work for a lot of people. There's some trainers online now who are amazing for an entry point into the fitness and into the fitness world. And and I think for me, if I was to, for example, compare myself, I want someone that's going to be very much extreme, minimum rest, X, Y, and Z. For someone that's starting, look at basics. How do you feel after? Assess it yourself. Okay. The same way, it's like me bringing a plate and saying, do you know what, how can you tell it's good? You're going to have to taste it first. Okay. So you might as well try it, yeah. learn. And yeah. learn about your body as well. It's how yeah. your body responded during and after. Love that. So if your body feels good, then it's working for you. Exactly. But you're going to have some sort of aches and sort of muscle Do you know what? The, muscle the idea tension. is, and there's a massive, I think issue around this where if I'm not in pain or haven't trained right exercise shouldn't be causing you pain initially it will by default if you haven't trained in a while yeah. or if I had a specific exercise you're going to have some pain yeah. but really and truly it's about if really and truly you're exercising for you to have more energy mm-hmm. you're exercising because you want to look better feel better and as a result prevent aches yes. and pains yes. so it should get to a stage because you've built up such momentum you shouldn't have pain Okay. And whether that's from weight resistance training, then if, if, you're, if you've got pain and it's quite consistent, you need to, for example, someone like myself, I don't get delayed muscle soreness, DOMS. I don't because I train often. Yeah. Like yourself, Nicole, when was it, I can't even remember the last time you had any aches and pains, personally. Well, not aches and pains, but I do sometimes feel yeah. like you've worked my legs and for things sure, like yeah. that. So, so like that, great. But when you've got the, I can't walk. Yeah. Or the fatigue, or you know, sometimes where, like you said, initially when you started, you yeah. just couldn't move. Oh, oh no, I don't so get that. painful. No. But as the weeks went on, I didn't, have that anymore and that's not that, that's not the purpose of it. that's not yeah. why you're training yeah. I'm not training to and, and it's the same rule that goes towards quality over quantity why are you going to the gym and training for three to four hours and just exhausting depleting your entire energy look yeah. train for 45 minutes to an hour yeah. um, which is what I personally recommend because yeah. that's what I do how many times a week should someone do that my, my genuine recommendation is three to four resistance sessions a week yeah. outside of it just move okay. okay that's great that's good to know when you say resistance sessions what so do you mean would, would that would be for example getting into a gym or having gym equipment at home where you do weighted exercises. Okay. Said is featured over the week on both shows and because we love you guys so much and because Nicole is obsessed with exercise, <laughs> we have had a bonus show coming out on Sunday where you will get to hear the full interview 
that we did with him. Even I, sedentary Sadie, was inspired <laughs> to create some fitness goals after speaking to him. So Saeed answers all the questions that you guys sent in. So thank you so much for that. And he really helps to simplify the whole world of fitness and exercise. He really does. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine anyone walking away from that interview not inspired mm. to move more. Yeah. Because he was very, very inspiring. So Nicole um, got me down to her gym where she trains with Saeed. And I trained, I had a PT session uh, on a, a personal, a personal training, training session. session on a Thursday. Yep. And then a class session on a weekend. Yep. And then one class, one class, one sort of routine that I had to do myself at home. Yep. And that was my exercise. So three sessions a week yep. for a month combined with a nutrition plan, which was very heavy on protein and veg and water and green tea. And, and carbs in the evening. Yes. And carbs at lunchtime and the evening. But the carbs I was allowed were quinoa and brown rice. So there was no alcohol, no bread. No pasta, no booze, no cake, no, no cake. biscuits. <laughs> so it was both of those things for the month. And as for you, you went went with your your I same just, routine. I just carried on with yeah. what my same routine, which is, is uh, which is a train four to five times a week. I have one training session with Saeed, uh, a personal training session, and then I do some group classes at his gym, and then there's another sort of a group PT on a Tuesday, which is very, very hardcore. Um, and so that's what I just carried. You carried on, on with that. your normal sort of month and I went. I didn't do an eating plan. No. Um, because that's just not part of what my goals are. Mm. And obviously, if you're uh, a regular of the show, you understand about the the past that I have with the eating stuff. So I don't do anything like that anymore. And Saeed is very conscious of not introducing that into my space. He's he's yeah. very conscious of that. So goal wise, I I probably should say at the top of the show because this is a podcast and not visual. I I I am a sort of normal sized person. Normal size. <laughs> I'm a size ten. Yeah. Um. I have put on about four pounds over lockdown, which doesn't sound like a lot, but most of it was sitting on my belly, which was just not very pleasant. So I wanted to shift that belly and perhaps lose those four pounds. Yeah. That was sort of my aim, but really the aim was exercise. You see that goal, exercising. You see that goal already upsets me. I know it does. I know it does. But I, I had to have something visual to work with because there had to be some sort of um, payoff for the hard work that I was putting in. And interestingly, mm. I think Saeed and I saw it very differently as to what the goal was for you. Obviously, of course, you have to have your own personal goals, but I think women go straight to the aesthetic of what yeah. that goal is going to yeah. be. And he's not that kind of trainer. No, he's not. He's about performance. Yeah. He's about strength. Yeah. He's about fitness. Yeah. He's about lifestyle. Yeah. He's about energy. Mm. So really, they were his goals for you, weren't they? Yes. In terms of well, what he getting wants. me in the gym yeah. was the main goal, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. 
The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Notion.com slash self-care club. Bernie Katz was fun, he was kind. When he walked in, the room just lit up. And there was something magical about this young man that just had a glint in his eye, that didn't give a shit about anything, but loved everything. My first impressions were of a huge, vibrant and outgoing personality, all hugs, grins, extravagant language and wild attire. Always in a leather skin jacket, whirling around like a windmill. I know, she's a character. I don't know if those people exist anymore. They're sort of dying out. Everything's changed. It is a bank holiday weekend in London, the late summer of 2017. The streets around Kentish Town, just north of the city and halfway towards Hampstead Heath, are unusually quiet. That evening, in a small, converted flat, just a 15-minute bus ride from King's Cross Station, Bernie Katz, pocket-sized and long-standing front-of-house manager of London's Groucho Club, is found dead by his landlord. I said to him, what happened? You know, and he said, we are not talking about it. And yes, there have been the rumors we've all heard. I mean, what did I hear specifically that he was murdered? His relationship with his father was so toxic. He hated the idea that his son was gay. His right. dad was a proper gangster. Bernie came down, there was a car far from. Guy blows his dad's head off. They were all part of the same fetid, seething, self-referential nest of vipers that I think the Groucho had become. 
Was Bernie depressive? I think yes. When alone, a condition he rarely sought, he had demons that flew about his head. I get a call from Bernie and he is in £20,000 worth of debt with the Albanian gangsters in Soho. We all collected and paid the debt. The way that the Albanians operate is very, very peculiar because they did not operate like any other mafia in Europe. I've never been able to establish exactly what happened and why, but whatever it was, it was so wrong. Bernie, who killed the Prince of Soho? Listen now. A Stack Production, available wherever you get your podcasts. So... Where do you want to begin? I mean, because I feel like this week is really about you and how you have found the practice. I can give a quick rundown on my relationship with exercise. Again, people people are listening; they will know anyway. Yeah. Um. So let me let me. Well, just... I think we'll go with like how we normally go. How was we? How are we feeling going into this month? Well, for you, it was like waking up in the morning. Yeah. It just was your normal life. Yes. For me. Borderline hysterical, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Terrified. What were you terrified and of? Grumpy. <laughs> and but what were you scared uh, of? Just not, not being able to do it. That I would be a sort of laughing stock because I wouldn't be capable. I don't know. And also, you have been hocking me a Heineck about this for so many what does months. that mean? What's a hocking in a Heineck? Hocking me a Heineck. Yiddish for the week. Hocking me a Heineck. Yeah. What does that mean? Nagging. 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 Nice. You've been nagging me about this for it's a nicer long way of putting time. it. My husband's got a different word. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Teach him that one. So it, it was like it had to happen and then the it was going to happen the and it was, was locked down and then it didn't happen. And then, you know. We were due to do it 12 hours before we went into the last yes, lockdown. We I thought you had a word with Boris Johnson. I did. Um, the thing is, the reason that I was really on about it yeah. is because it is my number one practice of self-care yeah it is the, i know it is and it's one of the biggest parts of my life yeah. outside my friends and family mm. it is the next love of my life mm. and i get so much from it mm. so much so for us not to have it in the show when it is a huge part of a lot of people's lives yeah it's such an important part of self-care and well-being that's why and you wanted to bring me some of your joy. I really wanted you to. Ex- I wanted you to get from it what I get from it. And I know that that was a bit of a push. A but... bit. Of a... <laughs> yeah. Bit of a push. Yeah. Do you want to tell me about your your sort of your exercise? How have you tried? When did you start? Like when and we normally ask the question, have you tried this before? <laughs> so I can give you that answer. Which is I stopped exercising when I was 12. No joke. I broke my ankle and um, I basically stopped exercising after that. Not because my ankle was so bad, just because I fucking hated it. And it you was did an amazing excuse. Joe Wicks in the first lockdown. Right. I will tell you my full exercise history. I even went on, do you remember Kilroy? Robert Kilroy Silk. Do you remember his show long before <laughs> Jerry Springer? I went on that show, age 12, to protest that children shouldn't have to do PE. You didn't. I swear, I've still got the videotape of it. Where do you play that? Well, exactly. But it exists. <laughs> But now I would like to take that back because children in the UK today are so sedentary that they now have to make things like plus size school uniform. And actually, it's horrendous, the obesity crisis in this country. So I think all children should be absolutely forced into PE, broken ankle or not. But for their mental health. Uh, For all their health. I completely take it back. Yes. Okay, good. 
I did used to do ballet and gymnastics and trampolining oh and netball. Oh my when god! When I was young. Oh my god! When I was little. You're now. You're. Oh my god! That's well, how far back we're going. Yeah, that's we're how about far back. Ballet. That's how far back we're going. I was shit at all of them. Um, as an adult, I did a little bit of yoga. I did a little bit of pregnancy yoga. I did a little bit of Pilates, but I was not allowed to exercise during any of my pregnancies because I had bleeding throughout all of them. So I was very, very limited, which suited me <laughs> just fine. I didn't, but I wasn't exercising then either. But I actually couldn't even do Pilates. Um, as you know, I've tried and, f- tried and failed the Couch to 5K twice. Yep. Um, I've done one spinning class in my entire life when I was on holiday in a hotel. I have never done Zumba. And I have never, and this is the God's honest truth, never set foot inside a gym until this month. Where did you do the spinning class in? In a hotel. It would have to have been in the gym in the hotel. It wasn't a gym. It's like a little room underneath where they have a load of spinning Never set foot inside a gym. Never. I know that is hard for you to process. Well, because stick me in any gym and it's probably an environment I'm most comfortable in. Because right. I know exactly what I'm so doing. So that's when I say, how did I feel? Why was I terrified? Yeah, yeah of course. Well, it's I get a completely it. alien environment. And also, to me. there's a lot of equipment. You wouldn't know what it does, how right. to use it. It is quite intimidating. Right. So it's like a bit like me sticking you in a labour ward and going, well, there you go. You'd be like, well, what is that machine? What is this? What is that oh, readout? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Hold on. No one's life is at risk by what you I'm going into about- the gym. No, if you stick me on a labour ward... My life I... isn't at risk when I'm in a labour ward supporting women. No, if I was supporting women through labour, I I would fear that their life would be at risk. Well, it wouldn't, because the medics would be looking after them. But I just mean the environment may feel a bit intimidating to you because you wouldn't know the readouts, you wouldn't know the... the, the, the... I completely yeah. understand why you are intimidated walking into a the gym. The terminology and all of that. So I feel the same walking into a gym. You know, the things you're asked to do. I'm like, I don't I don't know what that is. But he was with you. Yeah, he was. Totally with me. Right. So I think before we jump yeah. in, let me let me get my bit out of the way so people know where I'm coming yes. from. And then we can really... And how fo- different we have come at this. Yes. Yeah. So we can really focus yeah. on, you know, what you got from it. Because people are really curious and people have been messaging us and asking us about, you know, you're going to stick with it and all of that. People have got a lot of questions. So I've been training... Um, properly, I mean, full on, uh, regularly since I would say about eight years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much part of my life. Yep. It's part of my self care. It's part of my mental well being. I started exercising purely out of vanity because I wanted a six pack for some holiday that we were going on. And then it escalated into eating disorders and exercise addictions and all of that, which I've spoken about many times here. And in the last, um, three or four years, I would say, it's now become about my health, my mm-hmm. well-being, my mm-hmm. fitness, uh, and definitely my mental health. It very much helps keep my anxiety and my overwhelm at bay. Mm. Um, since I have met Saeed, I've, I've actually known Saeed from the training circuit for quite a few years, but I haven't started training with him until about 18 months ago, mm-hmm. to a couple of years ago, so not that long. And he was the right trainer for me at the right time because he is about performance, as mm. we said most other trainers are about aesthetics. Yeah. And so that is something I would struggle with to, with another trainer because I can't be about you weighing me and my muscle tone and how my back looks. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just want my life to be healthier and happier because of my exercise routine. Mm-hmm. And that is what Saeed brings to me. He's been a bit heaven sent in that respect. Saeed also knew me through those, that period mm-hmm. um, and he saw me at my leanest and all of that. So he does understand he doesn't want to touch that with a barge pole as well. Um, here's the things that I... I love about exercise. Yeah. I've written it down. It always 
pushes me to do and be better mm-hmm. always, no matter what I'm doing. It teaches me about my physical ability every day. Um, it And in turn, it pushes my mental ability. Mm-hmm. The two very much work together yeah. for me. Um, my physical exercise kind of dominates how everything else runs in my life, how I sleep, how I eat, mm. my energy levels. Mm. So it's really like the absolute pinnacle of my well-being. And that you is, love it. I love it. Yeah. It gives me joy and pleasure. It's awful and amazing all at the same time. <laughs> and I think that that is, there's nothing else I can say. I, can, I can't describe anything else like that in my life. Um, it gives me vitality, energy, keeps me fit, healthy. It helps my migraines. Um, it makes me want to eat better. Um, and I've trained my mind to get into the habit of doing hard things yeah. Um, and pushing myself to do hard things because I now know that I can. Yeah. So if he puts, let's say he puts me on a bike and says, right, burn 15 calories in 40 seconds. Yeah. I, I know that I've got the mental ability to, to, to get through it, whether mm. I do it or not. Mm. So I've really trained my mind and that I'm very grateful for. And the other thing that I love most about it is you can't buy fitness. You can only earn it. And there's not many things in life that you can say that you can apply that to. Mm, That's a a very good point. Yeah. So that's what I love about it. So that's me and exercise. Okay. Now, come on. We have waited for this minute long enough. Oh, well, I've got many audios for you because I recorded throughout the month. So it's more a case of a sort of, I'm going to call it an audio diary. Oh, it's a dear diary. Dear diary. This is brilliant. Today I went to the gym. I'm just pre-warning you. Trigger warning. There's a lot of moaning. (laughs) Exercise day one. I thought I'd better make a recording before this hell begins. Um, How am I feeling this morning? Well, missing lockdown. That's for sure. That was the best thing about lockdown is that the gym's shut for so long that this practice got delayed for months on end. Um, I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm feeling a bit worried, feeling a bit resentful. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit angry. There's a bit of anger there. Um, I'm also feeling a bit sorry for Saeed because everyone else who comes to his gym really wants to be there and is going there because, you know, they want to do the things people do in a gym. I I don't (laughs) want to be there at all. So God knows what he's going to do with me. Um, My plan is to just go in, get on with it, come home, have a shower, make no fuss, certainly not let him know that it is possible to get to me or break me. Um, But I may just end up a heap on a mat, on a floor, crying. Also outfit. Um, I've got to leave in 10 minutes. I've got to somehow dig up a sports bra from God knows where. And find some leggings and something appropriate to wear. Won't be a crop top, that's for sure. And I don't actually have any gym trainers, so that's a problem. And I do like to have an outfit for every occasion. So, hmm, let's see. I wasn't thrilled, was I? I was a bit anxious that morning. Uh, Understandably. Yeah. I really do feel for you in that respect. And can I just say, you really did throw yourself into the whole month. I did. Do the best I could do. You really did. Well, maybe not the best. No, I did try. You, you did. I did try. So you obviously, because you came to the gym fully clothed, so you obviously I found the things found you needed. Found a sports bra, some leggings. I've got should some we, trainers with one of my sons. Should we discuss the water bottle? Um, I, I, I don't. I didn't at that point own a water bottle of my own because we all know I don't drink water. Um, so I had to come with Joshua's Avengers water <laughs> bottle. I don't think Saeed had ever seen 
a grown-up. In fact, I asked him, ever any of your clients ever come to the gym with an Avengers water bottle? He said, maybe only my four-year-old. Anyway, you I, actually held it up and said, this is describing my day. Yeah, that, that was it. So um, I do now have a water bottle. I invested in one. Yes. That was exciting. Well done. Thanks. Yeah. So how was the first session? Because we did it together, didn't we? So um, I had to do things like squats. I, yep. I didn't know how to do a squat. He had to teach me. Yep. Um, I did the assault bike and I had to burn 10 calories in as fast a time as I could. And at that point, it was one minute, 24 seconds. So the assault me. bike. Which it's an exercise bike, but you also use your hands. It's like half exercise bike, half cross trainer. So you're using yeah. your whole body. So I had to do that. Um, I lifted a, a a bar. It didn't have any weights on it. So the bar itself, I think, weighs 15 kilograms. So I had to yes. lift that above my head. Yep. I don't know the official term for that. Press. Thank you. <laughs> and I had to lift another thing where you stand in a sort of square of metal, yes. lift it up. Yes. And then while you're lifting it, do squats with it. Yes. What's that called? Body squats. No, body, that's not body squats. That body called? squats are just when you just squat without okay. any weight. What's the thing I did where I stood in the bar? You're, you're squatting, it. you're weighted, you're doing a squat with weights. Okay, so I did that. And Saeed measured all everything that I could do. Yes. Took um, your stats. You took my stats. You really you. don't have the language no. around this. It's very sweet. I know. He, <laughs> I felt very uh, clumsy and awkward because I didn't understand the movement or or how or what to do. He was incredibly patient and tolerant and did not make me feel at all ashamed that I was so pathetic. You weren't pathetic. I was, I was, I was. But he took me through it very, very patiently and he showed me exactly. Bend your knees here, put your back straight, look up or look down or whatever. So I felt very, very well taken care of and supported by him. Well, (laughs) yes, doing it with a trainer. And I, I did say to him, you know, I've got a bit of a dodgy shoulder and sometimes my knee and he just went, whatever, like completely ignored it. And I was sort of hoping something in my body would give so that I just would never have to go back. But it didn't because he looked (laughs) after me really well. (laughs) And I left thinking like, okay, I did it. Shit, now I've got to do it for a month. You you more than did it. Everything he asked you to do, you did. And you did kind of seamlessly. Well, thank, thank you. I'll take that. I was very proud of you. Thank you. I was. Not only just for the walking in, because that's hard, but really, you really threw yourself into it. We move into a bit of a grumpy phase now. Time for my second class. It's 8.15am. I am in such a world of pain that it hurts me to unload the dishwasher (laughs) and I have to walk down the stairs sideways because my legs hurt so much. So how the fuck... I am supposed to get through this class with like 20 people in it who are all gym bunnies. I don't know. <laughs> My main feeling this morning is is resentfulness and mild hatred for Nicole. Um, oh, in I go. I was in so much pain though after that first session. Yeah. My muscle, I think my body went into like shock. It's called DOMS. What? DOMS? Delayed onset muscle soreness. Well, it was fucking painful. But the class helps. When you move again, it gets all the blood flowing, right? I'm in the car on my way to my first session of week two of the gym. I know that as a listener, one really wants this fabulous story arc where the narrative begins with me hating the gym and then suddenly in some rocky moment finding this 
love exercise and turning it around. And then Nicole and I open our own gym together. It ain't happening, kids. It ain't happening. Today is the first day that I can walk properly and without pain since last Thursday. And now I've got to go through this all again. I am just fucking miserable, a, a wretched. I wake up every morning dreading the fact that I've either got to go to the gym or I've got a day off from the gym, but I'll have to go the next day. I cannot wait for this month to be over. It, it can't happen soon enough. I love that you say, and I've got to do it all again, like as if I'm going to do two workouts. And then I'll be like a size six <laughs> and then and I'll look fit. incredible and no, I'm fit and I'm done. No, 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 we're not okay, doing I won't that. look like anything. I'll just look the same, but I'll be so fit. Yeah. I can run 10 marathons there you go. in a day. There you go. Yeah. That's what we're like, talking about. No effort, but all the results. Yeah. No. It doesn't work like that. Yes, I've worked that out for myself. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, I went to my second Saturday class. So I am now day eight into this exercise and diet program. I haven't cracked. I haven't buckled. I haven't failed. I'm bang on target. Uh, I've lost two pounds in weight. Saeed seems pleased with me. I ah, look, maybe he's just being very sweet and, um, patronizing me by saying I'm doing very well. Who, who the hell knows? I lift things. I put things down. <laughs> um, my muscles don't hurt as much today and they didn't after Thursday's class. So that is such a blessing. And although I am in no way looking forward to any more sessions, I know now that I'm not going to be in agony for days afterwards. And that really has taken the edge off. So I call that progress. He's not sweet. Oh, he's a dolly bird. He, he's not. I think he is. So if he's being nice to you, I say run with it, enjoy it. I did, I, I did. Yeah. He was an absolute sweetheart. Yeah, he's lovely to Adam too. Lovely. Lovely. So I'm calling that progress because I knew that I could do the session like properly and not be in agony. And for me, that was a good turning point because honestly, after that first week, I thought if I feel like this, I, I can't function. <laughs> I cannot like run my life. I did give like you the a tip cripple. to walk down the stairs sideways. Yeah, I, I needed to. Like, I couldn't even sit on the loo. Like the bending. Oh, it was awful. But that did oh, go away. Best. It's the best. But it did go away. Yeah, it, it did does. Go away. It does. And then we got to like mid-cycle, not mid-cycle, I got to that point in my cycle where I had PMT and I, I was wondering what was going to happen during that bit of the month where I was naturally going to crave maybe something sugary and be was, feeling terrible. Was that the point when you got in the car, you didn't even say good morning and you just said, I hate squats. I don't I, see the point in them. What's I, the point? I think it may have been that yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was what I've put on my notes. It's called a bad day exercise. <laughs> A bad day. That's what it's called, this note. Today is a bad day. <laughs> oh, exactly two weeks into this hell slash new regime. <laughs> and I'm just minutes away from lying down on the kitchen floor and crying, even at the idea of putting on a pair of leggings, let alone going to see Saeed for a personal training session today. I have lost no weight since the initial two pounds. In fact... I've put on half a pound. What the actual fuck? I watch every morsel that goes in my mouth and I am exercising. And nothing is happening. Now, I know Goodman is going to shout at me and say, this isn't about weight loss. It's about strength and endurance. <laughs> but I would also like to see some sort of benefits to my waistline. And I am seeing nothing. 
I am so ready to quit. Did we walk into the, we went into the gym after that? We that went morning. straight into the gym and I was like basically nearly in tears. He, he literally oh my God. totally sorted you out though, didn't he? Yeah. What did he do? I said, I, he's like, what's the matter with you? I was like, bleh, bleh, I haven't even lost any weight. Bleh. And he went, how dare you walk into my gym and tell me that you value yourself by a number on a fucking square of metal on the floor. How dare you? Did he? Yeah. Oh, I love him. He's the best. He was like, I'm telling you by looking at your body two weeks on, you look different. You are leaner. Your top half is leaner. Your face is leaner. He said, and I'm also telling you that if you carry on, you are going to put on weight. You are not going to lose weight because muscle weighs more than fat. So get on that bike and <laughs> give me two 10 calories. And, and I did. And I think I actually like beat all my goals yeah. that day yeah. by quite a lot. Yeah. I just put everything, all the pent up anger, shit that yeah. it was coursing through my veins, I put into that session. So when you were lifted, because you did, you lift, lifted heavier in every session. Yeah. And you were doing faster times yes. in every session. Yeah. How was that part? Because that's really the important part. I, I didn't like him telling me the numbers. A bit like when women are labouring and they don't want to know how dilated they are. They just want to do it. Okay. I felt like if he said to me, now you're lifting 50, I would have gone, don't be ridiculous. I can't lift that. But he would just put a weight on and go lift. And I would. So, and I knew it was heavier because it felt heavier. But there, some sort of muscle memory kicked in. Yeah. So when I did the one, I don't know what it's called, <laughs> where you put your, you put the bar, the weights on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, and then you squat with the the yeah. dumbbell on yeah. your shoulder. Yeah, um, I really couldn't do that the first session. I was really unbalanced and wobbling. And then I don't know what number I got to at the end, but some, you were lifting quite heavy. But something kicked in there, and I kind of understood your core. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, something sort of shifted. So I began to understand how to lift and I could. Well, your body was stronger. My body was definitely stronger. So this, this was what happened after, after that session. Disclaimer. I do not like exercise still. However, I dragged my sorry, sad state <laughs> to the gym this morning, even though even when I got there, I wanted to lie down and cry. And I did the workout and I feel so much better yeah. all that pmt pent up horrible frustration feeling i just expended all that in energy and just used it and used my body i beat all my personal bests from last week every single one and i left feeling i've achieved my mood is lifted that horrible PMT feeling has lifted. And historically, when Nicole has always said to me, oh, I was having such a bad day or such an anxious day or I was really angry and then I went to the gym and my anxiety is better and I feel better, I was like, oh, she's a bit freaky. <laughs> I now totally understand how just moving in that really intense way can release all those feelings. And yeah, I feel really good. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. I mean, my work here is done. <laughs> that's the piece. It's that that's very addictive. It's that yeah. buzz. It's like a drug. It's the most natural drug. And that's the bit that I always keep going back for because I always want to feel like that. Mm. 
Every good story has got to have a moment of peril and drama to make it exciting. <laughs> and so here it is, right in the middle of the month. I went for a run on Friday morning with my <gasps> sister-in-law. Well, to keep her company, but also I was being a really unnecessary overachieving SWAT. And what happened? I tripped over some tree roots oh. and went arse over tit, smashed my hand, my knee, my hip, got some lovely bruises. And the fall combined with lifting a bit too much in the Thursday class um, made for a very, very sore back Friday and Saturday. So sore that I missed Saturday's class. So it's Sunday morning. It's the first day of my period. Not the sort of morning where you get up and think, yes, I'd love to go and do a really hardcore exercise class now. But that is what I did. First time going without Nicole there. It was rather intimidating. There were about 30 people, 15 of them, very young, massive meathead guys. You know what I mean? Huge shoulders, huge arms, tiny hips, sort of like silverback gorillas. And <laughs> women so thin that I could have snatched them with one arm. Luckily, Adam, Nicole's husband, was there and he sort of mimed at me what I was supposed to be doing. And Saeed sort of guided me. So I had a vague clue, but I felt rather intimidated. And it was a fucking hard class, but it's done. I am now home, sitting in my garden. It's lovely and sunny, having a cup of coffee. I feel really pleased that I did it. Yeah. Because otherwise I would have felt guilty. Um, and, and that's that. And that was your month of exercise. That was my month of exercise. So, yeah. So it was up and down. It was up and down. But the, the thing that stayed was that those classes were early on the weekend. Those they group, weren't that early. I don't, I'm not normally out of bed before but, 10. Right. And I was Sunday home at one. 9. The Sunday morning one is 9.15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I do the 10.15 as well. Yes, or... And Saturday morning is 8.15. 8 8.15, not Saturday morning. I'm in bed, I'm asleep. Why? What a waste. I'd much rather it's get up and rest. Exercise. It's called a weekend. It's called a rest. <gasps> oh, I'd much rather get up and do but, 500 burpees. <sighs> no. But the, <laughs> the feeling of being home at like nine in the morning, having done a class on a Saturday morning, you're like, whatever. I've like, but don't you my feel whole weekend sorted out now. Didn't you feel fantastic? No, that's what I mean, is that you come home, you're like, it's only 9am on a Saturday morning. I've already done a really hard class. I'm winning at life here. Exactly. Yeah, that was a good feeling. Yes. So yes. What, what I liked was the feeling of having done the session or the class. Yes. That bit. Yes. Didn't like the class. No, but, but, but I like the that's feeling. That's okay. There's often a lot of things he makes me do when I think that was so hard mm. or I'm doing it and it's so awful. And the second it finishes, I'm like, that was amazing. <laughs> you always say it was amazing. But, afterwards. but the more awful it is, the more amazing it is. <laughs> when it's done. Right? Because but you're pushing your body to such an extreme. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. Go me. I feel so great about myself now. I did feel great every time I got home. And you're going to yeah. say it was endorphins. And I'm going to say it was the feeling of having achieved something. I think it's all of it. It's so all of it. The final, the final session, our final PT session, we actually ended up using as our interview time for Saeed yeah. because he didn't have time to train us and then interview us afterwards because he's a very busy man. And it blew my mind that I was having such mixed feelings about that situation. <laughs> like I was so disappointed because I'd built myself up mentally 
to like beat all of my yeah. goals and all my stats that week. Like that was it. I was like, had such a good attitude of like, yes, Thursday's the day. I'm going to go. I'm going to beat. I'm going to do it. You can still can, and then, and then by the way. Yeah, but then it didn't you know, happen. The gym is still open. I know. He is still there. But then also the relief that it was over combined with this sort of alien feeling of like, oh, I'm not working out today. And I, could, I blew my mind that I had any mixed feeling. And I told Saeed, I was like, what? We're not working out today. And he was like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you yeah. now? I, I mean, I was texting him like, when can you fit me in? I can't miss the session. I was a little bit, not panicked, but because I can let those things go now. But I don't like to miss a PT, which, so, which I did for the show. Well, thank you for that sacrifice. You're welcome. So may, should we, should may we I summarise? May yeah. I summarise? What worked? Said worked. Oh, he's he's honestly he, he is a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and I mentioned that in the interview show. He's very special. He he's he just always pushes you to want to do better. He is. I mean, I have nothing to compare him to. So I'm I'm like a fresh slate here. But, well, I'm but pleased what? I didn't bring a trainer to you that was making you obsess about your weight and what you were eating and what you look like. I just wouldn't have given a shit because I'm not built well, like that. You I would just have, would have been resentful. You, you say that. But you got yourself into that mindset pretty early on. He actually took you out of that mindset. He was incredibly motivating. He was incredibly encouraging. He is so good at what he does. Yeah, he is. And most importantly, he is the only human being who has ever got me into a gym. <clears throat> and you, Nicole. With you, Nicole, because <laughs> of you, Nicole. You know what I noticed? Yeah. There was one PT session that we had. Yeah. And there was another girl in there. Yeah. Strong. She's one of the really, oh, one of the strong yeah. members. Yeah. He has some really strong fit members in there. Yeah. And she was pressing 40 kilos above her head with a big bar. Mm-hmm. And you were so amazed at her. I was. And I you was were like, like you're so amazing. You're so amazing. And I'm thinking, I just did that. <laughs> I just did that. And I had to point it out to you, by the way. And I sounded so petulant, didn't I? Excuse me. I just did it. Where's my praise? Mummy, I need my validation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to lifting heavy shit. Like this is what you do. You just like lift heavy shit all the time. I was quite obsessed with those other girls in our in our sessions. I yeah. just I was They're strong. Like, he they builds, are so strong. He literally builds machines, this guy. What, I mean, they yeah, yeah. It, it blew my mind. Um what else worked was a feeling of um I can, I am strong, I can do hard things. Uh, not, not the Glendendall version, my own version that I didn't make up. I can do hard things. There is no better feeling than mm. feeling strong. Um, it was a Physically, great sense of achievement. Mentally, spiritually. Yeah. And there were also some changes. Let, we have to talk about this because otherwise, you know, it's like I didn't do it for nothing. I, I, I made my husband critique me in my underwear. Yes. Weight aside, because the weight didn't really change. I was like, look at my body. What, what can you see? He was like, the gut is gone. You are developing, there are, there are muscles going on there, like your body looks leaner and more toned. Nice. I was very pleased with that critique. And so he did take photos of you, didn't he? He didn't take any of the afters. Uh, well, you still can, it's still after. <laughs> I think it's a little late now. I've gone down the, it's only been a week. the, the booze and bread route. <laughs> five you should have days. taken them a week ago. Um, Never seen anyone run in that gym and whip their top off so quickly. <laughs> I need to photograph you like, whip off it comes. Here I am in my bra in my worst state ever. <laughs> Please photograph me at the fattest I've ever been. Yeah, that was me. Um, does anything not work for you in no. this? Nothing. No. Interesting. No. Uh, I, I knew you were going to say that. Nothing. Nothing. Not, the, it only adds to my life. Okay. And it adds so much joy and richness. Good. 
Um, I will tell you what didn't work. It is not an addiction for me. I don't have an addictive personality. I just don't. So I have to truly, truly love something to like do it. Yeah. And I'm an amazing quitter when it comes to anything to do with exercise. Um, I think maybe I was expecting too much. So he literally has on his wall miracles. What does it say? Miracles do not happen here. Miracles will not happen here. Or does it say miracles will happen here? I can't Ew, remember. I can't remember. You'd think I'd know I'm in there all the time. But I felt a bit like I was depriving myself of a lot of things I like. And working out very hard. But the thing is, is that you were doing three different practices. So let's be clear about that. There was the exercise, the there diet, was the nutrition, and, and the, there was the lack of alcohol. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So really, we're only here to talk about the, the exercise, exercise part. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard. Not the exercise bit, but the co the combination of the three. Yeah. It, it, was, it was hard. Yeah. It's meant to be yeah. hard. And if it isn't hard... It's not worth doing. It, I think so. What, I think so. What did I learn? Um, I can see, I can understand and see how using up this excess energy is helpful and such a positive place to put negative feelings. Yep. I can. Yep. I also saw that that day that I had that PMT, it gave me a real insight into into you, like what motivates you when you're saying you're having a bad or difficult day um, and why it helps you. And I really, truly understood that, like for the first time yep. having experienced it. I learned I'm not too old. I'm not useless. I'm not incapable. Oh. <laughs> I can do more with my body than I thought I could. Yes. I learned that. That's huge. Yeah. And that it was a bit like birth, like walking into this intimidating space and feeling like you can't, I can't do it. And then realizing, oh, I am doing it. I can do yeah. it. Uh, that was very um, empowering. And also that the gym and Saeed and working out is such a huge part of your identity and that your world that I learned a lot about that. Uh -huh. So I felt like I had like inside access to something that you talk about a lot. And like I have a true understanding of that part of your world. And I like that because it's important to you. So I like you. the I like having that understanding of what it does for you, what it is, what goes on there, the ins and outs. You know what's funny? You've just brought something up that I had never thought of before. I don't talk about it a lot with my other friends or my family members, my my exercise. Yeah. Because I know that if I'm talking about it a lot, they will worry. Okay. They will worry that it's gone to a bad place. Yeah. Um. So I stay a little bit quiet about it. Yeah. And I know I've talked about it in bits and pieces here. In truth, it is one of the most important elements of my life. Well, you my talk about it to me all the time. Every time you I end a session, you're phoning, you're like, oh, I won't believe what Saeed made me do today. <laughs> and it was great. I think it's because you probably didn't know me in that space. Yeah. So I have no, nothing associated, nothing so bad you don't have to worry it. about it. No. Because it only, for me now, heart of hearts, it is only, it only brings and adds value to my I life. I can see that only yeah. a good thing for yeah. me and I feel very very proud of it I mm. feel very protective of it mm. um and I just I'm so pleased that I have this in my life mm. that's all I can say I and, can see what and it I feel very you. very grateful to Saeed and I was talking about it with my friend the other day she knows me really well and she said I feel like he was the final piece of the puzzle mm. and I, you do always meet people at the right time yeah. and I feel like yeah. he was meant to be my trainer yeah. at the time when I was recovered and that I could really invest in what performance looks like yeah well thank you to you and him for sort of giving me a glimpse into your inner sanctum and also kind of showing me, yes, it's never too late. Yes, of course are, it's never too late. You are capable. You are capable. And, and, and he, I do feel capable. And he talks a lot more about that in our interview, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So do listen to um, 
to our special show on Sunday with him because it's fantastic. It is fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. I hope that that has been insightful and enjoyable and it definitely has for us for the last month. And by the way, I loved having you in the gym. Thank you. With me. I, like we don't have enough crossovers in our life now. <laughs> um, and I hope that, is this something you're going to continue? This is the big question. <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying... Well, it's not a no. I'm not saying never. And I'm not saying I can't see the the benefits because I ca- I can I can see I know them. you can. What about if I like called you up one day and said, "Oh, do you want to come for a, to a nine a.m. class with me?" I found the classes actually a lot harder than the PT sessions because there was a lot of comparison and everyone seemed faster and fitter and thinner and better. And I found that quite tricky. Um, I found it better to be on my own when I knew that I was being watched because also there's no getting away with anything. Yeah, when you're yeah. the only one being watched, there is so. I'll, I'll teach you the tricks. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not saying no, but also it is. It's not something that I feel like. Oh my god! Now I found it. I can't let it go. Yes. I don't. I don't feel like that. But I think that's the makeup of my personality. Is that I, I'm not trying to like find an outlet for stuff. That day it was particularly helpful. Yeah. That bad day. Um, but I think it has to come in the club. It can't not come in the club. Oh, it's 100% coming in the yeah, club. It's yeah. a big yes, yes for me, yeah. of course. Absolutely. Um, we will be back on Friday with our epilogue show. Tune in for Sunday for the full interview with Saeed. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. Look after yourselves. Go for a run or go and do something active because it's bloody great. <laughs> Bye-bye. This was a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Motherkind. Motherkind.